beat y'all. Let's go. All around the world. Y'all know. This is. Welcome to the weekly Oregon 3A Predict podcast. Before we start, we would like to thank our sponsor, bballdream.com. It's a website where they make highlight tapes, write articles, and make top 10 rankings through 1A through 6A. In this podcast, we will talk about girls and boys basketball, deciding which teams we think will be in the first round, as well as possibly making it to Coos Bay. And to start off, we will talk about girls basketball, the Lewis and Clark League. Beginning of the year, around week two, we really had no idea who would take this league, but as of right now, it's pretty obvious. Riverdale is 8-0 and in league, 17-1, and and they are ranked 5th in OSA. Beginning of the year, they had a really good record, but they hadn't started um, league play yet, and so we really didn't know what they had to, um, to offer. So that was something that we didn't see happening, so that's pretty cool that Riverdale is number one in that league. Oregon Episcopal is number two, as they're seven and two, so those teams will get that automatic bid. But that looks like those will be the only two teams from that league to make the first round of playoffs, as in the other teams are ranked in the twenties and they won't make it. But to go on to the next conference, the Pac West Conference, will wow, this conference is really good. They have a team ranked two, three, six, and nine. All four of these teams out of six will make it to the first round of playoffs. Number two, Blanchett is six and zero in league, eighteen and two overall. They've scored over a thousand points and over, only given up six hundred. That's really good. That's the same as Salem Academy. They're four and one in league, sixteen and four. They're ranked third, and then you have Yam Hill Carlton, who is pretty solid. They're thirteen and five, ranked ninth, and then you have Amity, who is three and three and three in league. But they are ranked 6th, so that will be interesting. All four of those teams should make state for the Pac-West Conference for the first round at least. The Coastal Range is Class Kanai far and ahead of everyone else in that league. They play close with Warrington. Warrington played them a good game earlier in the year just because they had a good overall game and they just work things out and figure out how to score on Classic Night and the refs I heard were kind of on their side a little bit throughout the night and but Classic Night is eight and zero in their league and thirteen and four, um fourth in OSA ranking. Um Warrington is six and two right behind them, fifteen and six. They're ranked eighth. They also score they've scored over a thousand points this year. That's pretty good. And Will Minus is just right in behind them. I'm thinking Will Minus is probably gonna get an at large bid, one of the four at large bids, so that's pretty cool. They're four and four in league, twelve and seven in overall ranking. They've scored almost a thousand points, which is pretty good in their league. Um defense is pretty good also. And they're ranked thirteen. So those are the three teams that should make the playoffs in that league. And then to go to the next league is Mountain Valley League. This league is pretty weak, as in Pleasant Hill is six and zero, and they're sixteen and three and ranked seven. And the next, the best team for the next one is Lapine. As of now, in league, they're four and three and eleven and eight. Um, they score just as much as they allow, so that's generally not the best. Um, the next team is Saint Anne Christian. They're three and three. They started out the league play really well, beating Harrisburg and then Lapine. But now they kind of fell off there. 
allowing a lot more than they score, but they're ranked 14th, so that they might get in that large bid with that. That'll be interesting to see, but they'll play like Blanchett again, and they'll probably lose that game. Going into the Far West League, we didn't really know much about this league, but it's looking like Brookings Harbor for girls will take this league. They are 5-0, and ranked, I mean, ranked, ranked 10th in OSA. They're 10-6. and They score about like 80 more points than they allow which isn't the best but I mean at least they score more than they allow um don't really know much about this team but this team is for sure gonna be the first round but I I don't see them making the second round unless they happen to play maybe uh a Pleasant Hill or possibly Oregon Episcopal other than that I don't see them really making it to the next round it's right now it's up in the air for the girls um and the far west league too because Sutherland is three and two and then St. Mary's Medford is two and three Cassie Christian is two and three and so that second spot is really up for grabs so it's that second spot in the far west league is up between about three teams right now so that'll be interesting to see who gets that one and for the Eastern Oregon League um Burns is the number one team and they're six and oh 19 and one and they have scored over a thousand points and allowed only seven twenty four. So right now Burns matches up, at least like scoring wise and how much they allow, they match up almost exactly with Warrington, um, which Warrington's pretty good, but they're a little bit worse than, um, like Class Kanai and. Blanchette, but they're a very solid team. I wanted to see them a little bit more, but I haven't been able to watch them personally. But one of their girls hit like eight three-pointers in the game, and it made it on the huddle highlights on Twitter. So that was really cool. It got a lot of attention to them. One of the biggest surprises in this whole league for girls is Vale. We didn't really know much about them, and we didn't expect much from them. But they're here. They are four and three, um, nine and nine in league. I mean, in overall right now. Um, they're an all right team. They're not like anything special, but they're ranked twelfth in state, and they're they score they've scored seven sixty two and allowed seven oh one. So they're about equal to a Lapine. I'm guessing yeah they almost match up like perfectly, and Lapine will get that second spot in their league. But this could really go down to even Riverside or Nissa even in that league because Riverside is three and three and Nissa's three and three. So Vale only has a game up on them. So that'll be interesting to see what happens in the rest of that girls league. Now we will talk about the boys basketball teams and leagues, and we will start with the Lewis and Clark League. Going into this season, we figured De La Salle North Catholic would be one of the top teams again like they have been over the last four years and we are correct as of now they are eight and oh in league play 16 and four overall osa ranked number two they're very legit they can score they're quick they have a very good press they're easily one of the top two teams right now and they could even be number one pretty easily horizon christians the next team they're six and three 14 and seven ranked four we have them at six in our ranking just because they haven't really played the best basketball. But last week they won two games, so that upped them a little bit in our rankings. Catlin Gable is five and three, same as Portland Venice. This will be a run for the second spot between those three teams, Horizon, Portland, and Catlin, because Horizon only has a one-game lead over all those three teams. And so 
whoever gets that second spot has an automatic bid. So that'll be interesting to see what happens in that league. Kind of disappointed in Westside Christian. The start of the year, they were doing all right, and they were doing a little bit better than I figured. But we figured they would be last in their league or even second last, but they're 1-7 in the league and just not doing terribly good. But they're scoring a lot of points, which is good, but their defense is not good at all. Talk about the Pac West Conference a little bit. Going into the season, we thought it would be Dayton and Amity, number one and two. But Amity has had a couple injuries that really changed the rest of their season. So that's really not something you'd like to see. Um, Amity still might make the playoffs in the first round. As in, I mean, we're guessing they probably will. But that really sucks to see as they could have been a decent contender to Dayton. But that sucks for them. Dayton 6-0, and 17-4 and overall. Third in state. And then the second one is a really big surprise. Blanchette, first of the year, they couldn't beat anybody. They started out like 0-8. And, and now they're 8-12, 4-2 and and in league. And they are take, looking like they want to take that second spot. I'm guessing the second spot will will be Blanchett and Salem Academy playing each other. And whoever wins that game will get that second spot and have an automatic bid. After that second week or third week of just play, we figured, oh, Blanchett's really bad. They're not going to win a game, maybe two this whole year. But they really stepped it up. We know they have a really good coach. And so we figured it might turn around, but we didn't really didn't think it would. And after seeing them at the MLK showcase, we really were impressed. They played St. Mary's Medford, which is like a decent team. Not the best, but they still might make the playoffs this year. And they really showed out. They played really good in that game, and that was impressive to see. Salem Academy almost beat Dayton again at, at, at Salem Academy. They got really close, but just couldn't do it. Looking for Salem Academy to get in that large bid. And I hope to see them drop to like 12 or 13 just for their sake because the beginning of the season, they weren't very good, but then they improved drama- dramatically throughout the year. So that was that's really cool to see that much of growth throughout the season. Going to the next um, one is ne- next league is Coastal Range League. And this league, Rainier, is ahead right now, 7-1 in league, with their only loss being on a buzzer beater to Klaskenai. But they played Klaskenai again last Friday, and they beat them by 20. So Rainier will probably win this league, even though they ranked 16th in OSAA. They'll win the league, which is pretty interesting. Generally, don't see a team ranked that low and be winning your league. We have Klaskenai there in the second, is 6-2. and two. They're pretty good team. They're going to get automatic bid. They watched them at the MLK tournament. They lost to Umatilla, and Umatilla absolutely balled out. We have some bad news to talk about Umatilla, but other than the, that, um, Class Canada Rainier, the best team in that league. The Mountain Valley League is San Am Christian. They're 6 0, 18 1, number one in OSA. San Am is a complete team, even without the injury of their best player. Um, they played a good game with Sutherland but Sutherland could, just couldn't didn't have enough offense that day to keep up with them but Sutherland had a good game plan Pleasant Hill is 5-1 in that league with their only loss being in 10 a.m. Um, they're 14-5 and and 6 in OSA they will get an automatic bid and be able to play in the first round of playoffs hopefully they play a decent team that they can beat and go to Coos Bay because that'd be fun to watch them again um, Cresswell is 3-3 three and three, ranked 8th somehow it's just because their early rankings, the teams they played are really ranked high. They are like their ranking is staying low, even though 
we don't even have them in our top 10, but they're like eight here. They're probably are like 13, but since they're, our OSA ranking is so high, they're going to creep in at, at large bid really high. Far West League is probably one of the worst leagues this year, which we didn't know. We thought it was possible. We didn't really know much about everyone else, but Sutherland is taking this league. They're 5-0, and 16-4 overall, and they are 7th in OSA. They played really good against Tannium um, a week ago. The next team is Brookings Harbors, 3-3, three and three, St. Mary's Medford is 3-3, three and three, and Cascade Christian is 3-3. Three and three. That's something really to look for because those three teams, they're all like okay, but I wouldn't even say they're even all three playoff teams. Like if Cascade Christian could somehow and get that second spot, that's like actually ridiculous because they started out really bad. They didn't win a game for like forever. And now they're thinking about getting that second automatic bid. Like that's crazy to think about. And Cassie Christian might get there. That'd be one of the biggest, like biggest things I didn't even expect to happen this year. Going into the Eastern Oregon league, we made a post about saying how we think Burns would be number one in that league and take over that league. As soon as we said that, the next like two days they go beat Umatilla um in Burns and so we were like, Wow, yeah, we were right, Burns is number one but no, we were way wrong. Umatilla is five and one, number one in that league, tied with Nissa five and one, and those teams will take this league pretty easily as in Burns is three and three and Riverside is three and three. Um those teams are tied for second and third for that league. So that'll be interesting to see who gets that third spot because that third spot will get an automatic bid probably as in Burns is still ranked 11 even though they've lost like the last three games in a row. So that'll be interesting. And after watching Umatilla play, they're pretty legit. They have a couple of really good players. They probably should be ranked within the top five or even like maybe six at the worst. And sucky thing that we heard about Umatilla is that their starting point guard um, will not be playing basketball for the rest of the year. We heard something about that. We just want to tell you guys about that because that's a big... He was one of their better players and really helped that offense flow. So that's not something you want to hear, but that's something that just knowledge that you can know about Umatilla sucks for them, but hopefully they can grow as a team and get better without him. Now we will release our top 10 for boys and girls basketball. We will start with boys basketball. We have De La Salle at number one, Sam Christian at number two, Dayton at number three. These top three probably won't change for the rest of the year, just letting you know. Number four is Pleasant Hill. Number five is Sutherland. They played really well last week and over the weekend. Um, Horizon Christian is six. Umatilla is seven. Eight is Sam Academy. 9 is Amity, and 10 is Brookings Harbor, and consideration is St. Mary's Medford, Catlin Gable, Cresswell, and Klaskenai. For girls basketball, number 1 is Klaskenai, as in they've been one of the best teams all year. Number 2 is Blanchette, number 3 is Salem Academy, and also these top 3 probably won't change the rest of the year unless we decide to put Burns in at that 3 spot and change another team out to put them at 4. Number five this week is Yamhill Carlton. Number six is Warrington. Number seven is Amity. Number eight is Riverdale. Number nine is Wilmina. And then 10 is Pleasant Hill.